Do you ready for a great podcast today? Uh, no, I was thinking we do one like that's more mediocre-ish. Oh, really? Yeah, like okay. I was asking like, about it, the one we were going to do. I was because there's a really good podcast that I just uh, uh, heard from. Uh, uh, oh gosh, the the guy from uh, Arrested Development. The two guys from the Arrested oh, Development. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I can't think of the name. That was really right. something less. Yeah, smartless. Smartless. Love yes. it. Yeah, it's yeah. good. There you go. So right. if you're listening to this one, you know, great, but. There's a really good episode of Smartless out there. Yeah, probably is. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what's your like? Just bring your eighth best points to the table today. Yeah, not your best ones. Yeah, we're not. Then we're not going to waste People the best are ones. Listen to Smartless, <laughs> right? How would we do that? We, we actually don't... have a really good show and something that you really. I, I think. I think an interview with Amos Miller, the the Pennsylvania Dutch farmer, took us weeks to get him on the phone, as you can imagine, um, but. I think it was really thought-provoking. The government is after him for, you know, not doing USDA stuff. And uh, he says, no, I'm not going to do it. That's not the way God intended food to be done, to have your meat dipped in in bleach, which, believe it or not, that's what we do with all of our meat. Um, And uh, he says he's not going to do it. Now he's got about $300,000 worth of fines mounting up. And we talked to him about why he chose to do this. It's fascinating. Also, we correct a, uh, a lie. Uh, I, would say, I would say it was a mistake, but it's not. It's a lie from the New York Times. I would deem it almost malinformation at this point because they know exactly what they're doing about what the banks are preparing to do to you and have already started to do with ESG in Australia. Uh, the New York Times denied that this was even a possibility. And lo and behold, it's now happening again. Also, the weatherization of your home, something you really need to pay attention to. And one of the most casual conversations with Mark Levin I've ever, I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. I think we caught him in his jammies. Yeah. So you don't want to miss any of today's podcast. And blazetv.com slash Glenn. Back to back tonight. Studios America. Glenn TV. Don't miss that. Really good one. And subscribe to the podcast as well. Both this program and uh, Studios America. Available five days a week for free. Rate and review five stars is the appropriate number of stars. Here's something amazing. Tons of Americans out there still don't know it's possible to use your retirement account to acquire precious metals. You could be saving up for retirement. Also building a protective wall against inflation and insanity that is current currently happening in economies all over the world this is really a big deal it's something that goldline could help you out with right now been working with goldline for over a decade i trust them Uh, i did business with them before they were a client of mine they do business the right way i've seen it for myself over almost 20 years now i don't want you to assume that i'm right on this i want you to do your own homework call them today and ask them to send you some information about why you should have maybe 10% of your 401k or whatever in gold or silver. I think this is critical. Call them now. Tell them that Glenn sent you from the podcast and use the promo code MYB, which represents Mind Your Business. They'll give you a silver bar that says that as a thank you just for calling in. So call 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. The best of the Glenn Beck program. Oh boy, we have some good news for you. 
If you look at what happened in the elections around uh, the country yesterday, Florida flipped multiple major school boards from liberal to conservative. Huh? Conservatives are taking back control of the public schools. Florida school board elections have been major political battleground this cycle. Uh, Ron DeSantis uh, went out and he was campaigning. I mean, school board elections never used to get anybody to show up. Uh, But with the primary elections in Florida, New York, and Oklahoma yesterday, Florida has general elections for school boards, meaning the winners will be official members of the boards. Now, let me give you in Sarasota County, the Sarasota County uh, School Board flipped from a 3-2 leftist majority to a 4-1 conservative majority. That's amazing. All three candidates uh, won the election, and they were endorsed by the 1776 Project. Oh, gee, the 1776 Project. What is that? Oh, that's the first thing that Joe Biden got rid of. Remember, they were the ones that gave the, the true history of America. Oh, it's so dangerous. It's telling the truth. Anyway, they have a pack, and Governor DeSantis also campaigned with these guys. Clay County, the school board now has a 3-2 conservative majority after three conservative candidates won their election. Uh, let's see. Uh, Duval County, city of Jacksonville. School board, which also encompasses the city of Jacksonville, also flipped conservative. DeSantis-backed candidates Charlotte Joyce and April Carney won their seats. Joyce was reelected. Carney defeated the incumbent, Elizabeth Anderson. Um, Anderson, who has been in the last few weeks saying, oh, these people, they're just against black people. And uh, now. That wasn't obviously true, but she said any black person that is for anybody but me is a token. Okay, we got it. We got it. She's gone. Miami-Dade County. Miami-Dade School Board now flipped to conservative, making it the largest school district in the country with conservative majority boards. That's phenomenal. Phenomenal. Martin County School Board flipped Conservative, all three 1776 product, uh, uh, project pack endorsed candidates winning their seats. Uh, many other school boards up for grab. On Tuesday, Governor DeSantis made a campaign trail blitz. By the way, there is also, um, I'm trying to think, make sure, Moms for Liberty also was a conservative group that was out there really working hard and campaigning. And there's another one, too. I can't. Can't find, but I, I'm, I'm sorry if I missed you, because it is these conservative groups that are out there really working hard. Uh, the school boards now that they flip seats and won several conservative majorities, Bay, Brevard, Clay, Duval, Flager, Hernando, Hillsborough, Martin, Miami-Dade, uh, Okaloosa, Polk, Putnam, Sarasota. That is phenomenal. Phenomenal. I really wanted to... Share really good news with you. Um, Christ uh, is now the Democratic gubernatorial primary candidate. Good luck. Um, let's see. That one's an interesting one, too, in that, you know, he, he was running against a woman, Nikki Freed, who is seen as an up and coming in the uh, up and coming uh, candidate in the AOC wing of the Democratic Party. Now, Chris is obviously the the most transparently 
pathetic politician in American history as yeah. he just switches parties at any point to just run for random races and most of the time lose them. Uh, but be, this was seen on the Democratic side as, do we want a hardcore progressive or do we want someone that maybe can convince some moderates to vote for Correct. And, but I don't think, I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't you know, think it's all this work, stuff but. that is happening and you're seeing on national television, that's not the way it feels. I'll show you in about a half an hour. I'm going to correct a, a national story that I've been reading about for days. We haven't had a chance to correct it, but I'm going to correct it today. It's phenomenal. But the local people know what's going on. Uh, so don't believe any of this, um, any of this crap. Uh, let's see. Ellen DeGeneres, her animated series aimed at preschools, has been canceled. The It couldn't happen to nicer people. In our section for that today, the New York Times Union accuses the paper of sy- systemic racism in performance <laughs> review. It couldn't happen to a nicer group of people. Uh, New York City freaking out because New York City says it's going to cost them $300 million a year to house immigrants in hotels. Hmm. Mm, maybe you shouldn't be for open borders. Mm, uh, there's a new poll out. Two out of three Americans favor public funding for pregnancy clinics. Now, I read that. And what are you thinking? Say it, Stu. I, that's good. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, it's, they're not wanting to burn them down, which at this point I think is good news. <laughs> yeah, but there's always a catch. Right? Okay. There's always a catch. Okay. After survey participants were asked to read statements explaining the services that pregnancy centers would provide to women, prenatal care, housing, clothing, diapers, empowerment to choose life, overall support rose to 74%, and this included a jump to 73% of Democrats. Poll also also seventy three percent of Democrats. They are so out of touch. It's really incredible. Yet every news broadcast will tell you how these people are should be deleted from the internet. How they are now now being tracked by Google. They're now being flagged or no by Yelp. Elizabeth Warren wants to to make it illegal to have a pregnancy center, which is fascinating because one of the comebacks when it comes to abortion from the left is. Oh, you guys want all these babies to be born. Well, what about helping out the mothers with care then? I guess we have to help them with prenatal care and we have to give them all these services. And we're all like, yeah, that would be great. We, we accept your, your, your terms. <laughs> um, we would absolutely love to help with that. Yeah, and that's, that's what fine. crisis that's pregnancy good. centers are. Yeah. So, yeah. And then they yeah. want those, as, as soon as you say that, then they want them to be closed down. I don't understand how those two things work together. So you also have some news from the 2024 presidential uh, general election. Some polls have been run. Donald Trump, 40 percent. Joe Biden, 32 percent. Liz Cheney, 11 percent. This is if Liz Cheney is in. Now, listen to this. 19 percent of those polls said Cheney should run for president compared with 51 who said she should not. I'm all for her running for president. Mm. Among Democrats, 30% said she should run. 10% of Republicans said the same thing. Now, why am I for her running? Because it brings support for Biden down from 46% to 32. And Trump's support goes from 42 to 40. So the people... Voting for Cheney are coming from the left. Yes, 
yes. What a surprise. It is. I, I am mildly surprised it's that dramatic, actually. I am, too. I, I, I that's am a too. lot. That's a really but big margin. But you again, know what? Yeah. That shows me that the Democrats are neighbors who vote Democrat are not for this crazy crap. They're not. You're right. They right. want somebody like Lynn Cheney. Remember. Or Liz Cheney. Uh, Liz Cheney. <laughs> Remember, they voted for Joe Biden because he was just going to bring back normalcy. He was in the middle. He's going to be, be normal. Right. Uh, this is not normal. The, right. No. None of this is normal. No. And they, so that's, it is interesting. A good chunk of them are saying that this is happening. This probably means she's not going to run as an independent, right? Her yes. point, her point here is she's going to calculate this to see how she can hurt Donald Trump the most. I don't know that there's any way for her to actually hurt Donald Trump in this. Even if she, I mean, she runs at a Republican, she'll just get smoked. Right. So I don't know what path she has other than taking a bunch of money and running ads against Donald Trump, which is probably where this ends up. And I don't know. I honestly don't know how a Democrat could vote for her because she's getting a lot of funding if she runs from for president from the Koch brothers. <laughs> at least, well. It's hard to get it from both of them at this point. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the Koch brothers are powerful, but the donations from beyond the grave are difficult. I just love that that is the Koch brothers that are funding. It's the foundation. It's the foundation. That is, right. that is funding. Uh, a lot of this. Yeah, a lot of this, which, huh, I thought they were hardcore conservatives <laughs> that were just as crazy and as dangerous as Stalin. You've forgotten the rule, Glenn, which is whatever argument is available to you that will help you at that moment, you make it. Correct. That is what our politics are right now. And let me show you how well it's going to work out. In the file, we told you so, comes this story. Less than a full month after it was announced that Senator Joe Manchin came to an agreement with Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer in order to get the misnamed Inflation Reduction Act passed, that deal may already be falling apart. The deal that took place between Manchin and Schumer, as well as the Biden and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, assured Manchin that there would be separate methods approved that would involve permits for energy infrastructure, including gas pipelines. And there would also be new lease sales for oil drilling on federal lands. But it doesn't seem like everybody's on board now. Huh. You know what? Who is that dope that voted was the deciding vote for Obamacare? And he said, I just oh, want to make sure I negotiated so no money would ever go for abortions. Oh, I remember how stupid you were. Well, it looks like uh, Joe Manchin did the same thing. Apparently... Um, Tom Carper from Delaware says he's reserving judgment for now. Tom Carper uh, sure doesn't sound sold on permitting uh, the deal of Chuck Schumer uh, with Joe Manchin. While Carper's highlighted remarks begin sounding hopeful enough, there's still room for concern. I'm confident we'll find some areas where we agree. There will probably be some areas where we don't agree. I'm not sure the vehicle, but I feel confident we'll get to that. At the end of the day, I just don't want us to make uh, the changes in permitting that will undermine our ability to fight climate change, he said. Ha! Huh. Wow. Uh, I guess that what is what happens when you make a deal with the devil. Can we just bring up Bart Stupak? Oh, that's it. 
for you have not thought of that name in a long time, but he was very famously the guy who said, I'm holding the line on abortion funding. I will not vote for Obamacare unless they promise me none of this will happen. And of course, he they promised him and he voted for it and it passed and they did it anyway. Hmm. Did the voters remember him? Uh, Is he still in Congress? Oh, no, I don't think so. Yeah. Bart Stupak. Yeah. I think the people of West Virginia. It's a perfect name for someone to fall for that scheme. (laughs) Bart Stupak. Um, The, uh, I think. He was out in 2011. (laughs) He lasted a few months. Wow. And then he was toast. I think Joe Manchin's going to face the same kind of thing. This is going to devastate West Virginia. Oh, please. Please, West Virginia. We beg of you here. We, We love you, West Virginia. You voted for Donald Trump by 39 points, and you keep sending this horror show to the Senate. This guy who sits here and does this every single time, every time he tells us he's going to be Mr. Tough Guy and hold the law. He's a moderate after all. And then every time he does the same thing, he acts as if he's tough so he can he can fool you into voting for him. And then he does this crap every single time. He is a fraud. And a state, yeah, I can, you want to say Joe Manchin. Oh, he's, he's from Illinois. You might say, okay, wow, we got a somewhat moderate guy from Illinois. West Virginia voted for Donald Trump by 39 points. There is no reason for you to send this disaster to Washington over and over again. Please stop this. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program, and we really want to thank you for listening. So do you ever feel like you haven't accomplished anything? I mean, when you hear what other people have done, do you ever get the feeling like, I am such a slug? Mark Levin, nationally syndicated talk radio host, host of Levin TV, chairman of Landmark Legal Foundation, host of the Fox News show Life, Liberty, and Levin, author of six consecutive number one New York Times bestsellers, Liberty and Tyranny, spent three months at number one, sold more than 1.5 million copies. Uh, American Marxism, I think, was the number one uh, best-selling book of the year. Uh, He's also an inductee of the National Radio Hall of Fame, top advisor to several members of President Ronald Reagan's cabinet, He holds a B.A. from Temple University, a J.D. from Temple University Law School, and he's on the program. It's on the program now to make me feel like a slug. Hello, Mark Levin. How are you? Why are you reading all that? (laughs) I just just looking you up and just seeing all the things that you've accomplished. And then I started feeling bad. So I stopped reading. Um, Don't go to Wikipedia. That'll make you happy. <laughs> uh, so, Mark, uh, I, I wanted to we're doing a special tonight on the FBI and how out of control justice and the FBI uh, are. And they are they've been this way for a long time. I mean, they were started and they were when they started, they were corrupt. Um, but we are we're seeing things with with uh, Donald Trump that should scare people to the core and I don't think the average Democrat, who's not a Marxist, doesn't understand what is happening right now. Well, first of all, they need to understand how corrupt their party is, because the FBI has been used by Democrat president after Democrat president in illegal ways, really starting with Franklin Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. 
He used the FDR against his political opponents, including within his own party. Um, and uh, they would collect dirt on uh, his political opponents. He would use the IRS the same way, which is why adding 87,000 agents is a disaster. Disaster. He unleashed the IRS on uh, Andrew Mellon, who had been the Treasury Secretary under Coolidge. Yep. Even the judge at the very end was wondering why he had this 10-year criminal investigation because his Treasury Secretary ordered it at FDR's demand. And uh, he used the FBI uh, against a number of individuals and groups, including the media. Uh, Robert Kennedy did the same thing with uh, John Kennedy. They used the FBI to tap Martin Luther King's phone. Uh, among others. And of course, he used the IRS to collect data on his political opponents. Probably the worst was Lyndon Johnson. He used the FBI, the IRS, and the CIA. He even bugged Hubert Humphrey's phone when Hubert Humphrey was running for president in the Democrat primary. First, he used it. He wanted to see if he was loyal or not. He used the FBI, he sent an FBI team to Atlantic City at the Democrat convention there to monitor Martin Luther King and other civil rights leaders to see if they were going to be attacking him, Lyndon Johnson, even though he wasn't running again. And then, of course, Nixon got caught doing some of the same things they did, but not nearly as much. But it didn't matter because he was a Republican. This attack on Trump is, is akin to the same pattern, but worse. It is constant. It's through his candidacy, his presidency, his post-presidency, as you undoubtedly know by now, you had two brilliant litigators, constitutional litigators, not these former federal prosecutors who are a dime a dozen and don't right. even understand the Constitution. And they made the point in the Wall Street Journal the other day, and they're right, that the Presidential Records Act allows the president to have access to classified and non-classified information. There's nothing in there about where he can have, where he can store it. He can bring it home if he wants, and that's what he did. I've been arguing the president can't violate the Espionage Act. How can it violate the Espionage Act of 1917? When he's president, he says, all right, I'm taking these documents with me. You can't have a clearer statement of declassification than I'm taking these documents with me. But even if they're not declassified, as these gentlemen point out, it doesn't matter. In fact, he has exclusive use of these documents, even the existing president. I can't just claim those documents unless they have an absolute uh, significant reason to. So they they so they the came out that, yeah. they came out with uh, I mean I think it was a general warrant, uh, but they came out You're with right. this warrant, and then we started hearing that it's nuclear secrets and it's you know espionage, all this bullcrap. What is it that they yep. were really looking for, and how do we how do we shake off the chains of this government? that is this corrupt? Well, they wanted to grab evidence. And so they... Wait, wait, wait. You're, you're breaking up. I'm sorry. Say it again. I'm sorry. The damn phone fell. Yeah, that's all right. You know, I have this home in Florida. I'll just tell you in the country. It's like a box. Remember those old movies? Yes. The cement and the steel and everything else? Yes. I said to the builder, I'm only building this damn thing once. I don't right. care how many hurricanes we have here, <laughs> and I don't care about FEMA. Right. Well, they said the rules in the state are 170 miles an hour. You have to go. I said, but the state isn't building my house. 210 miles an hour. That's what I want the house sustained. Mm. So I poured all the money into the structure. 
I'm just pointing this out. So I have eight-inch thick cement steel walls and floors. Yeah. It doesn't look like it. And tilings yeah. underneath. So we had to add additional systems so I could use my cell phone. But there's certain dead spots in this house. Anyway, yeah. do you hear me okay now? Yeah, I do. I do. What was your question again? <laughs> <laughs> my question is, what do you think they were looking for? And how do we shake the chains of this government that is so corrupt and out of control, it seems like we're cornered. Well, a couple of things. Um, you're right about the general warrant. This clearly violates the Fourth Amendment and the particularity requirement, which was crucial mm-hmm. to the colonists and to the framers. Uh, if it doesn't violate it, I don't know what does. And so they walk in there and they grab everything. I think they're looking for anything. January 6th, of course, I've talked about that. I'm sure you have anything they can get their hands on. Mm-hmm. Um, and now they find, and they knew there were classified documents in there, so they're trying to use criminal statutes on that. You bring in these hacks like Weissman and put them on TV and very ignorant, low IQ hosts and news people who just keep talking about, hey, he's got 700 pages of documents classified 300 classified documents who cares who cares and and of course the reason the government doesn't want to release the affidavit is they prefer to leak this stuff to the new york times and the washington post in order to control it correct now what do we do about this you're not going to like this uh we are in the abyss trying to claw our way out it's not we're heading for the abyss it's not that the country is unraveling it's unraveled And so the question is now, how do we deal with a political party that hates America, that takes every step possible to empower itself, that only uses the Constitution to defend itself or against their enemies, but otherwise has no respect or faith in the Constitution whatsoever? And how do we defend ourselves and fix it by by not becoming all that we despise and using the Constitution, how can we do that? It's, you, you've got to elect people, if not Trump, like Trump, who are willing to take them on, who can stand up to this. This is why so many people are attracted to him. I know. It's because he doesn't bend. He fights back. He fights back. They try and take him out with impeachments and criminal investigations, DA investigations, state attorney investigations, tax investigations property investigations. Now this crap with his home and his wife's closet and all the rest of it. That's why we have to defend him. Whether you want tweets or not is beside the point. Because if they take him down, who's going to fight for us? Seriously. Maybe DeSantis, don't you think, will do the same thing? I think DeSantis would do the same thing, but I will tell you the only one that has been tested in literally the fires of hell is Trump. That's exactly right. And honestly, what did he do to deserve this? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. He hasn't broken the law. If he's broken the law, don't you think they'd have him by now? Yeah. Rather than running around with obstruction and looking back at his property taxes 10 years ago and his income taxes 15 years ago. This is just all cracked. Nobody's examined like this. Imagine looking at the Pelosi taxes for 10 or 15 years. We're looking at the Biden seriously, how he's been bought off by foreign governments. So none of these politicians could withstand this, but Trump withstands it. Talking to the great one, Mark Levin. Now five minutes extra with Mark Levin. It, it's always a good day. Um, Mark, 
I'm really frustrated um, because if we don't get the House and the Senate, there's almost nothing that the House can do except, you know, block people like Nancy Pelosi and, and shut everything out. But they can't actually reverse anything, can they? Constitutionally, if we only have the House, what can we accomplish? Well, we can stop things. You're right. But yeah. We can't move the ball forward. Uh, and in the Senate, we also have another problem in addition to the filibuster, which I happen to support. Uh, we have Mitch McConnell, who is in and of himself a filibuster against conservatives. Mm-hmm. You might remember in 2010 how he hated the Tea Party movement. Oh, yeah. He still does. Well, it, he hates the MAGA movement. Yeah. In 1976 and 80, he was a Gerald Ford guy, and he was never really a Reagan guy. He yeah. worked in the Ford Justice Department briefly. This guy is quintessential Washington rhino. And just ask yourself, what are the Republicans running on in the Senate? You don't even mm-hmm. know because they haven't called Lester on a message because the guy's not a leader. But he raises a ton of money. They changed the can, law a few years back. And he controls yeah. the money for all the other senators. The yes, he does. And so he controls the National Republican Senatorial Committee which can take in hundreds of thousands of dollars per donor. Used to be a limit of 30-some thousand. He put a rider on, I think it was Obamacare or something like that, and he changed that to empower himself. He has no capacity to communicate with the average American, the American people. He always talks like he has a salami sandwich in his mouth or something. (laughs) You know, and I I want to ask you, you said you were for the filibuster. I'm for the filibuster. However, I would be for changing the filibuster back to the way it originally was, where it was Mr. Smith goes to Washington. You actually have to stand on the floor and filibuster. Now, the Republican or the Democrats, if I'm not mistaken, changed it. So you can just say, I'm going to filibuster. And everybody goes home. Well, that's true. They threatened to filibuster. I don't know how we change that since the Senate can make its own rules. Well, we can't even change the Republican leader in the Senate right now. And I, I think that's that's the start. We've got to have younger, newer, vibrant people who come to Washington, know their terms are limited, and have as their purpose. To He's walking around again. Defense. Or, yeah. We're always playing defense or we're always on the you backs know, against the wall. These guys, they come in, they have or they, you know, like in the Senate. One second. Get away from the concrete and the metal. No, it's FedEx. I have to. Okay. Just, <laughs> uh, thank you. You want to know the truth. I love, I love talking to you. <laughs> and, and, and as a matter of fact, they now require your birth date. Every damn time it's the same person who shows up. They want my birth date. You know, it used to be you could say, just leave the box. Now it's, I want your signature, your birthday. What the hell is it? <laughs> anyway. Uh, All right, last thing. Last thing, because I've only got about a minute. Yeah. Last thing. How are you, what are you seeing coming, reading the tea leaves, especially from last night? What are you seeing in the House and the Senate? First of all, I see media that's so loaded with propaganda, they find this seat in in New York, and they say, this is indicative and illustrative of everything that's happening. Correct. So the Democrat wins by the skin of their teeth. 
You look around the rest of the country, the Republicans did very well. You look at Florida, they did extremely well. Mm-hmm. Conservatives are doing well. People need to keep their chin up. They have to ignore the media. Ignore them. They're corrupt. They hate us. And fight and organize and be your own precinct worker and block captain. You've got to work harder than ever before. They're going to do everything they can to stop us. But don't be dispirited or demoralized by these fools in the media, because that's what they'll do to you. Mark I Levin. We have a very good shot at doing very well. But we'll see. Thank you so much, Mark. I appreciate it. We'll talk again soon. It's uh, Mark Levin from Levin TV. You can hear him on radio. You can also catch his show every day, uh, Levin TV, here on Blaze TV. Join us. Become a part of the family. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and save. The best of the Glenn Beck program. I have no idea how this interview is going to go. Uh, Amos Miller is a man we tried to get on for several weeks, but he is a Pennsylvania Dutch Amish farmer. Um, And you might have heard about him, uh, his farm. Some say was raided by the feds. He's facing thousands in fines. Some people say, no, he's not under attack by an out of control government. He's just refusing to comply with the laws. I don't know what the real answer is, but uh, hopefully he can clear things up and tell us why he is uh, not agreeing to government regulations on food. Amos Miller, how are you, sir? I'm doing fine. Thank you. Good. It's good to talk to you. Thank you for taking time out of your day. Sure. Um, I, I wanted to, to first understand... Um, you are you are not having your meat, uh, you know, USDA graded um, and in a slaughterhouse for, that the USDA oversees, and then also you you know are not pasteurizing your milk. But it's my understanding on the pasteurization that you actually have to be a member of a kind of like a club to be able to buy your products, right? So everybody is well informed what the risks are. Is that right? That's correct. We created a private membership association. Okay, and so, and everybody knows, if I buy milk from you, I know I could get Listeria because it's not pasteurized. And that's, that's clear, correct. right? Yes, okay. they take their health into it. They want to take their health in their own hands. Okay, and why is it that you won't do these things? It's not that you're anti-government, is it? That's correct. I'm not, I'm not for. That's correct. I. Uh, we need government to a certain degree. It's that when. When our members and myself can't make choices of what I think is healthy for my body, uh, and I have to possibly rely on meat that is possibly um, sprayed with citric acid. The label is not labeled that way. The package is not. And uh, I, I prefer. Our members prefer to make. The direct connection with the farmer that they can trust because for various reasons if they do a add a solution onto the chicken or the turkeys which is a required thing by usda they have to have an intervention plan in place and most places they use uh, citric acid or uh, some type of bleach uh, to kill the bacteria 
and our members would rather be exposed to bacteria rather than being exposed to those uh, bleaches. Well, I, I know I have a friend who is Scottish, and he came over, and he has a problem with the meat here. He's like, you guys dip everything in, in bleach? I mean, it's craziness. Yes. Yes, indeed. And they don't have to label the package that way. So was this a raid on your farm? Because they, they say that, that um, they tried to make a deal with you and you just won't play by, you know, the rules, which apparently they say you agreed to. Is that true or not? Well, they, um, they made me, they had tagged about 36,000 pounds of meat uh, a year or two ago uh, under duress. Uh, so I can have it back and supply it back to my members, which I was grateful that I was able to get it back to the members. The members were very appreciative of that. Um, but when all was said and done, it's not that big of a deal uh, to possibly go half ways. That is by working with the meat regulations and so forth. Um, but the thing is that they can change laws tomorrow and then you don't know, you don't have control over that, and it's hard to supply our members with, with uh, good um, food if, because of the, the regulations. And the meat is not that big of a deal. It's then when they come and say, uh, well, you can't have this raw milk on the shelf or you can't have the raw, che- raw cheese or the butter, which is basically you can't provide that um, unless you have a an agreement or something because they're, they ban raw butter, they ban raw milk. That's when we have a problem of abiding by the rules and regulations because our members are well-educated that they know raw milk from grass-fed cows, raw butter from grass-fed cows is an important uh, bodybuilder to, to build strong bone structure. And what is it that is taken out in the pasteurization that makes that so it's not as healthy? Well, the goal is that the to kill all the um, bad bacteria in the milk, but the uh, if you do that, you also kill the good bacteria. So it's harder to to break down the body. It's like a foreign thing to the body because there's no good bacteria to help break down the milk, and that's maybe why there's so many people sensitive to uh, milk. So they have mm. educate themselves. They come back and they want raw milk because it helps build um, good bacteria in the gut and it helps break down other foods as well is um, is this part of your faith at all to grow food the way you do and to eat the food you do that's a very good question I was raised on a farm I enjoyed to be on the farm and my father taught me very good lessons in becoming a good farmer um, he has tried to avoid from from the day that I was born to stay away from chemicals, GMOs, and he has left a very good example. And as the things are going nowadays, is that there are many diseases out there: uh, diabetes, heart problems, cancer, uh, arthritis, autism. And my goal is. Be- is to get nutrient-dense foods out to the people. See if we could change this uh, 
this, whatever you want to call it, the diseases that we are dealing with, change that around. We have many, many children with birth defects. My heart breaks to see those children suffer like that. My goal and my passion is to help my neighbor, uh, to help them build their bodies so the temple of God can live within them. Amos, I think there's a lot of people in America right now that uh, in some ways wish uh, they lived much more like you do. The, uh, the world has truly gone insane, um, and we are losing all of our principles, all of the Judeo-Christian values that we've always had and, and based our lives uh, upon. When you look outside of your community, what does it look like to you? Well, my heart goes out to those people because they are, could I say, almost innocent. Uh, they haven't been, they haven't had the opportunity to ra- be raised on the farm uh, from day one. Um, so they're basically innocent. But my goal would be is when, when you, and, and that's kind of coming with the next generation. They are seeing that modern medicine is might not be the key. It's not the answer. It's going back and getting nutrition from the food, from grass-fed animals, and getting that into their children so the minds can stay healthy. They, they, the children feel vigorous, and they want to sustain their life. And then when you sustain your life, you want to sustain nature so you can thrive uh, naturally. So my goal is to help people get good minds through yeah. good nutrition, and hopefully that they can accept God for, for as their creator and believe and trust in him and they can they want to take care of the land. That is our calling on this on this earth is to uh help God's creation um, take care of the animals. Uh, it's it's the book of Moses uh, talks about that. That is our duty and, and take care of the gardens and sustain nature and god is pleased with that mindset and that is my goal to help as much as i possibly can amos um uh, there is a big movement all over the world now to get rid of meat uh, and not eat meat what is your thought on that that is a very um scary idea um, for, for one thing, it would be against God's plan. God has created animals, and he actually said that this is for your, um, for, for your, for your nourishment. And it, if, if you put away, it's part of nature, so if you put away with the animals, the animals actually are a, a very important circle of our creation. They go out there, they harvest the feed, uh, and themselves, if you allow them to do that, they eat it and they <clears throat> they poop it back out, uh, which is a scary word to the city people, but it's it's part of nature. And that goes down to the ground, and then the microbes, <clears throat> the earthworms, <clears throat> that's their meal. So the, the better we take care of the microbes in the soil, the earthworms, the more they can populate and make uh, better topsoil, and that helps to sustain uh, the, 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 the soil of nature. If we continue to only uh, grow corn and soybeans and we don't feed the microbes, we will hit a wall where uh, nature can no longer be sustained. 
Amos Miller, he is a Pennsylvania Dutch Amish farmer. He uh, is facing thousands of dollars in fines. I believe you're facing about $300,000 worth of fines. I imagine that is an insurmountable amount. Um, Is there a way if people want to get in touch with you or uh, buy some of your food or help you out with your legal fees? Is there a way to do that? Uh, yes, we have one of our coordinators um, has set up a Give Send Go account, mm-hmm. and I don't have that information, but hopefully we can get it to the. Uh, I will find. I, I will uh, find it. I don't think I have it here, but one of my producers will will look that up. Um, I appreciate that. Thank you. You bet, Amos. Thank you so much. God bless you. You too. Thank Pr- you all. Pray for us. Bye bye. Oh, uh, we will. Thank you. Bye bye. Uh, I will tell you, I lived in Pennsylvania, and the Amish are some of the most remarkable people I have ever met. Um, and you may not like the way they live. You may not you know, look at God the same way that they do. Um, but uh, I wish we were more like them myself. And uh, if you want to do with your body what you want to do, and if you're in a club that says... Hey, I could get listeria from drinking this milk. Um, That's your choice. That is your choice. And we are moving away from that. Uh, And that is extraordinarily dangerous for people like you and and Amos and people who don't believe in anything. Uh, It is dangerous for all of us. The citizen, the citizen is paramount the individual is paramount not the collective na, 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 na.